listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We are excited to be back in the room with you again this week. Let me take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast, for subscribing to it, and we love to hear from you when we are adding value to you. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne, at Rodney R. Payne, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, TikTok, and you can also find our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. We've got some great things headed your way there, uh, and that's Rodney R. Payne as well. So I want to thank you for picking up a copy of our latest book called Critical Decisions Made Easy. You can get that by visiting our website at RodneyRPayne.com or on Amazon. You can also get it on Amazon. So we thank you for those who have gotten the book. And if you've read the book and it's been of value to you, we'd love for you to go to Amazon and offer us a review. We'd like for you to give us a review on the book and let others know how this resource has helped you. So enough of that. Let's hop into today's topic. Today I want to talk to you about a leader's blind spots. A leader's blind spots. We talk about leaders. There's so much that goes into leadership and so much of it is developed. So much of it is intuitive, but we also have to some things that we have to mitigate and take uh, under control and take ownership of. And one of those things is going to be a blind spot. A blind spot is something that a leader has naturally, but the leader isn't aware, but everyone around the leader is aware of. So when I think of blind spots, if I were going to define it, I would say your blind spot, it's an area of your behavior, if you will, that often impacts others negatively, but it's without your personal awareness or intention. That's why it's called a blind spot, because it impacts others, but it's not intentional. Now, how many know that even though I didn't intend to cause harm, it does not remove or mitigate the harm that I actually did cause. And so while it's good that you didn't do it maliciously or intentionally, it is good, uh, but it's not good enough because you still cause some harm. So I want to help leaders to deal with blind spots today, uh, blind spots. So when we talk about blind spots, the first thing I want you to understand is that everyone has blind spots. There are things about you that impact others negatively about how you're wired, how you communicate, what you do, um, and everybody has them and you're not aware of them. That's the whole thing. You do it all the time and people around you know they probably make jokes about you about this thing when you're not around. It's probably the what's known in the office and it's just there and, and everyone has them. But the challenge is most of us as leaders are truly not aware of our blind spots, hence the term blind spots. We're blind to it, but it happens on a regular basis. Um, what I want you to know is that even though you're not aware, if you are in your office or in your family, they are going to know 
and be acutely aware of your blind spots. They're blind to you, but they are not blind to others. You have to know that. So, so those closest to you, as a matter of fact, not only are they aware of your blind spots, they typically are doing something to facilitate, to work around, to accommodate your blind spot. They, they're forced to come up with plans of best times, best methods of communication, when to talk or when not to talk or when to walk on eggshells or when not to walk on eggshells. So what's happened is it's a blind spot to you. It's negatively impacting others. You're unaware of it, but they are having a workable solution to work around your challenge. So unaware leaders if you're unaware, you get frustrated with people when they respond to your blind spot and you literally will make the blind spot, which belongs to you, you'll make it others' responsibility to deal with. That's how those closest to you end up working with these workaround situations. So when you think of a blind spot, everybody has them. Uh, they're not intentional in, in regards to how they show up, but they are still your responsibility. So today, let's talk about this, and, and hopefully we can just accomplish just a couple of things, and, and we'll move on from this topic. But we want to, first, I want to help you to identify your blind spot, and then I want to talk about how you respond when your blind spots are exposed. So let's, let's jump into this. When you think about this, how does a leader identify uh, their blind spots? Well, there are several things that you can do to help identify your blind spots. I, I got to be honest with you. When you embark upon this journey of identifying your blind spots, it's going to be an uncomfortable journey because in order to identify your blind spots, you have to be intimate with yourself and you have to be honest with yourself and you can't be sensitive about yourself. Oh my goodness. So you mean I have to be intimate. I have to get real personal with what I'm talking about. And then I have to be honest. I have to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And then I have to do all that while I'm exposing something that's wrong with me technically and I can't be sensitive. You're getting it. That's right. So, so what do we do? Uh, one of the easiest ways to help identify your blind spots is to do uh, a behavioral assessment. Uh, I am a, a certified DISC consultant, and we at Maxwell Leadership, uh, this is a method that we use to help you identify blind spots. And inevitably, most of the people that I do assessments on, when their blind spots are exposed, they try to talk themselves out of it, work around it, or disagree with the information on the assessment. But the assessment is tried and true science that has been around since the 1920s, and it works over and over again and has proven itself to be effective, reliable, and accurate. So we have to look at this. If it's exposing what we call blind spots, then perhaps we should maybe consider that. That's why we have to be intimate, honest, intimate, and honest with ourselves and, and, and telling the truth. And then we can't be sensitive because you want to make sure that you are growing in that area. Now, the one thing about doing an assessment like, like a DISC assessment, a DISC behavioral uh, assessment, is going to be that it, that's a fairly personal process. So, um, for instance, if you wanted to do one with us, you'd call us, we would get you an assessment, and we would do a one-to-one -one review of your assessment, and, and we would deal with your blind spots in an intimate, private setting. So while it's not comfortable, it is personal. 
But then if you really want to go to the next level, you could then do a 360, 360 degree leader survey uh, with those who you lead, those whom you're closest to. So now you're going to really uh, have the people around you confidence that you can handle the truth. You, you, you know the movie, A Few Good Men, Jack Nicholson's char- character, uh, Nicholson's character. He says, he says, you want the truth, you can't handle the truth. Well, to go through a 360-degree uh, situation for the purpose of gratification is probably not the best reason to do that. But if you want to grow as a leader and get better, let those around you anonymously share your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats, what you do well, what you could do better, what they want more of, what they want less of, what they like, what they don't like, what they want you to stop. When you get into that type of setting, you'll find out who others see you really are. And so when I think about uh, Jeff Henderson's book four, he talks about what are you for? And and he says, you're really for whatever the community says you're for because they define you. So as a leader, you really lead in a way that those whom you lead say you lead. So you may have an idea, a mission state, a vision or a purpose. You may have leadership qualities, characters and go- characteristics and goals. But at the end of the day, you are who your team says you are. So you could also identify your blind spots by going to your team, not as a bashing session, but as an opportunity to grow so that we can get better. Now, you can take it one step further uh, than a 360-degree leader situation because 360, it works in the, in, in the, in the leadership team, but, but most leaders, you have a very, very close circle of a few people who can tell you anything. Now, if you want to take it to the next level, you have some candid one-to-one conversations with those closest to you, and those things that you have made out to be your strengths or why people love you would be the same reason some don't love you. And so you have a candid conversation one-to-one with those around you. And when you do that, you're going to learn more about yourself, learn more about your blind spots. Now, listen, remember, I told you, you can't be sensitive here. You have to be honest. You have to be transparent. You have to be intimate with yourself. But you cannot be sensitive because you have to learn about your blind spot. But then on top of that, now you have to also be willing to listen. You cannot correct everything someone says. You cannot defend everything somebody says. You you can't go in and say, no, it's not as you see it. You see it wrong. If you're asking for perspective, you're asking them for their perspective, not yours. So what we understand as we identify our blind spots, as John Maxwell says in the, in the 15 uh, intentional laws of growth, a leader must be intentional and must know themselves in order to grow themselves. Uh, would you really want to go around unknowingly offending people on a regular basis? The answer is, of course not. I wouldn't want to do that. But if you have a blind spot that has not been addressed by you at the individual level, more than likely you are doing that every day. You are causing someone on your team frustration, but but not intentionally, not because that's your desired outcome, not because that's a calculated communication, but simply because it's a blind spot in how you communicate and how you get tunnel vision, and that has a lot to do with your wiring. 
I'm not a big proponent of trying to change your wiring. I believe that the way we grow is to maximize our wiring by learning ourselves, and then we can make some concessions. We can mitigate how we come across, how we deliver, how we interact, and how we communicate. So it's important that we uh, make sure that we uh, identify our blind spots. So as a recap, I want to hit that one time again real quickly for you. How does a leader identify their blind spots? Through using an external tool such as uh, behavioral assessments, a disc assessment, or something like that. Um, 360-degree leader assessments. You got to do something that helps those around you have a platform to speak to you. Candid one-to-one conversations with those closest to you where they're unfiltered. You have to be willing to listen. You have to want to know yourself to grow yourself. But the key, if you're going to identify your blind spots, what you have to do is you have to get intimate, get personal with yourself. Not only do you have to get personal with yourself, you must, hear me out, you must be honest with yourself. You have to tell yourself the truth about yourself. There's no way around that. And then lastly, once you've been intimate, once you've been honest with yourself, what's the last step? Do you all remember that? Once you listen, you get open, you get, you, you're, you've been honest, you, you've put it out there. What typically happens when we expose our opportunities or areas of growth as leaders, if we're not careful, we can get sensitive. You cannot be sensitive when identifying blind spots because we must address them. Uh, you're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you for being in the room. If you haven't already done so, please pick up a copy of our latest book, Critical Decisions Made Easy, on our website, RodneyRPayne.com or on Amazon.com. Back to today's topic, a leader's blind spot. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about in this blind spot process is uh, how do you how do you respond? What do you do as a leader after you know your blind spot has been exposed. So now your blind spot has reared its ugly head. You're aware of it. You know what your blind spot is. Now it's out there. The offense or the effects have shown up of your blind spot. What do you do now? This is the difference between good leaders and great leaders. This is the difference. When you learn how to respond to your blind spot when it's exposed, you separate yourself as a leader. Now, let me let me hit this real quickly. Remember, you, you have to be intimate or personal with yourself. You have to be honest, and you can't be sensitive. So now that we've been exposed, it's natural to want to be defensive. So let's talk about what you do when your blind spot has been exposed. The first thing and the best thing you can do if you don't hear anything else we talk about today is you must be accountable. You are answerable for your blind spot. You have to own it. It does not matter what your intent was. It it, it matters what the outcome was. So if your blind spot shows up in a negative way in your workspace, then you, my friend, have to own that. You have to be answerable. Don't pass the buck. Don't make excuses. Don't talk about you were having a bad day. Don't try to make it okay. You want to own it as a leader. You want to be sincere in your apology and your regret. You want to explain 
the intentionality or the lack thereof, but the the fact that it happened, you own it. And please know I've been made aware of this and I am working on this. And my commitment to you is I will always do my best to not offend in this way or not to present in this way. This is going to help you gain leadership credibility. It's going to help you gain buy-in from your team and a team that's willing to support. See, going back to knowing yourself to grow yourself, it becomes a great coaching opportunity for those who are on your team. If they see you identify your blind spot and they see that you are able to be accountable because you've learned about that, then they can become willing to follow the model you've set and learn about their blind spots. And now we can create and enhance a culture that supports our brand and makes our business the right business to work at or our product, the right product to consume or our service, the right service to purchase. All because we're influencing culture because we have a culture of accountability. We own our shortcomings and we get better. That's the first and the best thing you can do. Secondly, no matter what happens when your blind spot is exposed, when you're caught in that uncomfortable position, I have to tell you, my friend, don't get defensive. Don't be don't defend well I did or I didn't don't say well I did it because or don't tit for tat. I want you to do it just like Teddy Roosevelt said the buck stops here. When you own it and when you're accountable, you are not going to be defensive because someone shared what they were going through with you. That is so significant. You have to make up your mind, I'm not going to be defensive. You know because a defensive leader can show up as a passive aggressive leader. You know that a defensive leader can come out passive aggressive. You don't want that. What you're trying to do is increase productivity and efficiency. And so that means we have to solve problems. As Carly Fiorina says, leaders simply solve problems. I love it. I love it. I love it. She told us that years ago, and I live by it. We have a problem. You want to know your leaders? Look around and see who's willing to step up and look for a solution and solve the problem. So be accountable. Don't be defensive. Don't be passive aggressive and be willing to grow. Realize that, yes, you are the leader and yes, the buck stops with you. And yes, your name is on the sign and your brand and your integrity and your character. They're all wrapped up in this thing. And yes, you are the company. But when you are the brand and you show that you are willing to grow, that removes the excuse of lack of growth from everybody on the team. We want a culture of leaders who are always growing. We want a culture of leaders that don't wait for us as a company to invest in them, but they are willing to invest in themselves. They're buying books. They're going to conferences. They're, they're learning systems because they want to be better. If they see that you want to be better and you're committed to being better as a leader, now you're modeling the behavior to build the culture that makes your brand sustainable and also makes you a subject matter expert or a best-in-class product or service because you are willing to grow. The, the last thing I'm going to tell you is that you have to understand. You have to know yourself to grow yourself. What you do when your blind spot is exposed, if you know yourself, you know how you're likely to respond. You are wired a certain way. I get it. But wiring is not a license to offend. 
So if you have to take time, set, reset, calculate, write out, consider, reconsider, it's better to measure twice and cut once. That's what you want to do. So leaders, today we've learned about your blind spots, and I want you to understand your blind spot is an area of your behavior that often impacts others around you negatively without your personal awareness or intent. And we've learned that everybody has blind spots. You're often not aware of it, but you have them. That's why they're called blind spots. We've learned that you identify your blind spots. You do behavioral assessments. You got to be willing to listen. You got to do a 360 assessment. You got to do a, an assessment of some sort. Uh, you've learned that that when your blind spots exposed, if nothing else, you've learned to be accountable, my friend. Be willing to grow. Don't be defensive and know yourself to grow yourself. If you truly want to get to the next level, let's start out uh, the next quarter uh, by working on this here. Let's work on our blind spots. You have been listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, Coach Rodney Payne. I want to tell you, I've got some very exciting guests coming up over the next uh, few weeks, and I want you to get ready for that. I want you to keep coming back, keep listening each and every week as we love to add value to you. Don't forget, pick up my new book, Critical Decisions Made Easy, RodneyRPayne.com or Amazon.com. We would love for you to leave us a review. And also, we are right in the middle of developing corporate programs, and we are ready to deliver. So if you'd like for us to come in and do a half-day workshop or a full-day workshop with your executive team on critical decision-making, we would welcome that opportunity. Please reach out to us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org, or you can certainly um, reach out to us uh, on all of our social media channels or our website for more information. Again, you have been listening to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.